0: It's weird. You're sitting with a, I'm like, do I lean back? Do I lean forward? How do I, I, I think
1: look? Lean, lean forward with like a straight back, because otherwise when you watch your back, you'll be a bit like, oh, my posture. Because everyone get everyone <laughs> gets like that. Even I'm a bit like that, because I'm like, yeah, like, like contort in weird positions.
0: Oh, uh, yes. Mm, natural. It's, this is very mm, natural. <laughs> mm. Certainly not got spina bifida. It's all good.
1: Hello and welcome back to another, isn't like they're a drink that's good for spine. What am I thinking of? What are those little bottles of drink? Yakult. Yeah, they have something to do with spine and don't they?
0: No, they're for your they're for your your digestion.
1: <laughs> What's that thing they say in Yakult then? motion. I'm I guess we'll never know. Welcome back to the easy Yeezy show. I am <laughs> your I am your host easy <laughs> Yeezy. I don't have any. I'm not sponsored by Yakult. And I'm joined here today <laughs> by my mate and stand-up comedian. Alex Pankhurst.
0: Hello. Hello.
1: Nice to see you. It's been forever.
0: Yeah. Um. I think the last time you saw me was um before. Before. oh at a Comedy Virgins gig down in Stockwell. Hmm. I think that was the last time when I had loads of people who 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 I've played rugby with, which I don't do now because no. I, I wasn't very good. Oh. Um. <laughs> Not no, I, because
1: of all the germs going around which is uh, quite good
0: no I, I was terrible and um, I've also got epilepsy and then I had a seizure in, back in 2018 and it was when I was still playing rugby and I thought do you know what maybe this isn't such a grand plan getting
1: maybe, hit to the head yeah, yeah. getting
0: lots of, it's, a, it's quite it's a contact sport rugby I don't know if you've seen it um, and I just thought maybe not <laughs> I'll leave that one out <laughs> so yeah I stopped doing that but they came and supported my comedy which was very very kind of and it's laughed very, very nice. loudly yeah that's, that's what
1: you want when your yeah. friends come. You want them to laugh the loudest. Oh, yeah. I'd be stuck. Like my best mate, he doesn't laugh. So show amusement, he'll like he'll go. Hmm. He just did it behind the camera. Now, hmm. that's it. In fact, when not like you, Kesmush, Motion, you're always shrieking like a little kid. I know when I've been funny if I can make my best mate actually elicit a chuckle. That's when I know I've really wow. like hit a winner. It's it's that hard. That's why I'm always desperate for praise and for people to notice me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> lovely old job
1: so Alex and I actually met at a stand-up comedy course yeah several yeah. years ago yeah and you were I mean everyone there was fantastic but you were my favourite
0: thank you very much
1: but you know that because I'd say that to you every week yeah. like oh please take me under your wing please <laughs> be like the big brother I've never had <laughs>
0: I don't know what I'm doing either um, yeah no it was it was a good course though it yeah it was a good course there was some there was some interesting comedy on there for Who certain was,
1: what's her name Kate Smurf
0: White. She was the, White. Yeah, she was a teacher.
1: Have you seen that she's been on Couples Come Dine With Me? No. She was on Couples, Couples Come Dine With Me a few years ago and she got very, like, quite roasted on Twitter right. for it. Because I think they put it on Netflix and then people, you know, Netflix audience watched it. And yeah, because she wasn't coming across... Great. Okay. Because she's very feminist, but the way she was she was being towards this this girl who, you know, loved her hair and loved her yeah. makeup, she was being a bit kind of not feminist because if you're a feminist, you should be like, oh, good, hair and makeup, like do what you want, basically. Yeah. yeah I didn't, which is funny though, because I know people that know her and she's like really nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess, I, I genuinely don't know how they make those programs. So maybe it was a case of like, we need someone to be a bit antagonistic and she was like, I've got you covered.
1: They can do that. And also I've heard with Come Dine With Me that... I don't know how I know this, but they film until really late and by that point, people are always really, really drunk.
0: Uh... So like a lot of people at the time,
1: if you're seeing people having an argument and come down me, yep, nodding knowingly. Yeah, so if you see couples, ha- not couples, just people having arguments and come down okay. me, it's because they're plastered, mate.
0: That's, <sighs> It's just all engineered, isn't it? It's all engineered to get the most out of these people to wind them up. It's like on Jeremy Carl, they used to starve them. I, I don't say starve, that's quite aggressive. Um, they didn't starve them, but they like, they were like they've stopped them from going for cigarette breaks and stuff like that to make them agitated. So basically, it was like giving a toddler loads of haribo shaking it up and then being like, "Off you go."
1: I didn't know that they, they withheld cigarettes on Jeremy yeah, Culp. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. way. Yeah. how do you know that?
0: I don't know. Just read
1: it in the Metro. Y- yeah. Probably I, true.
0: Everything that's in the Metro, I'm like, firm believer. They <laughs> that's, wouldn't that's print lies in the, the, the Metro. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't print lies in the Metro.
1: Oh, that's so funny. Um, that's so, crazy. Yeah, no. That's horrible,
0: which is why it got cancelled. Because they were like, you're horrible to people, and you don't give them support afterwards that you say you're going to give them.
1: Yeah, and you're not really helping. You're just baiting them into yeah. massive arguments,
0: which of course everyone wants to see because we love people going at each other, hammer and tongs. But when it's actual real people, you're mm. like, oh.
1: <laughs> you know, I have a theory that okay. within a hundred years we'll probably see a real life Hunger Games, probably in America. But that's that's a theory, that's a theory of mine. Like it'll be a hyper capitalist like. Conglomerate company culture, yeah. and you'll be able to sign away like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll sign up my life away, and then that's how they'll get away with it. I don't know who'll back it. Probably like a billionaire,
0: Jeff Bezos. If he's still alive <laughs> in a
1: hundred years, it's just like Jeff Bezos' head in like preserved liquid on a robot body, like
0: Futurama. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> doing a real life hunger games i kind of i can see like i mean it's a bit extreme sure but i can see reality tv like naturally having that evolution because we don't have that much regulation with it and people are already sort of i don't know why i'm getting on my soapbox about this do it
0: get on the soapbox (laughs) what sort of soap
1: uh dove dove first one that came to mind I, I think because the other day I was watching Battle Royale and mm-hmm. I was just, I was thinking about right. like, great film, but I was thinking about this stuff, you know, and I think the way that like, we kind of treat reality TV contestants and stars and people on TV mm-hmm. is quite detached from reality anyway. Yeah. Because um, you often see how many reality TV stars end up with like serious mental health issues or commit suicide or... You know, because they're they're kind of viewed... They're they're not really viewed as real people. And, like, you know, the masses will not view them as real people. And then something bad will happen, you know. And then it'll be, oh, be kind, hashtag. Until, like... (laughs) Hashtag
0: be kind until the next one kills themselves.
1: Exactly. Until, like, another episode of Love Island comes up and someone's been a bit bitchy. And then it's, ah, fuck Mm. you. You know what I mean? But they're already kind of seen in that way. But then, at the same time, also told well hey put up with it it's just the pitfalls of fame but at least like you're really famous and stuff but it's not really like worth it for like mass bullying not really
0: and they're not like super super famous Mm. it's not like you've got the money and clout to just be like you can't go there because i've paid someone to stop you um they're like please don't hurt me or follow me with cameras all the all my time and unfortunately people will do that yeah because they just want to see what they're gonna what stupid stuff they do next it's horrible
1: so horrible. the natural evolution of that I think will be probably within a hundred years. I reckon we'll see a Hunger Games like a real life people killing each other for entertainment. Like probably Games. in probably in America. Well Squid Game like that was underground because it was billionaires secretly having their secret teehee little club and show. I think it'll be more I kind of want to rewrite Battle Royale with like this like rewrite Battle Royale. Like fan fiction it.
0: And rewrite it.
1: Make it like really British. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can only write what I know which is like British idiots. Fair enough. That, that's all I can do. That's kind of what I want to do at the moment. Fair enough. But we're very off topic already. already. Stand, I know, like that derailed so quickly. I don't know why. I don't know Gleefully how that happened. Gleefully
0: derailed. And I was like, yeah, where are we going with this? Um, that's because I've
1: not seen you in so
0: long. I know. What, what were we talking about? We're we talking about stand up comedy. Um, How's that
1: been going? I mean, didn't you do a few. I spoke to Jake Duffy yes. about this. Didn't you do a few Zoom. Excuse me? Excuse me? Case Motion, <laughs> World Brixton, London, famous videographer. What
0: was, what was that? What was that on the
1: What was set? that? Was it a TikTok? No, I was scrolling in, in, in the morning. So you were scrolling, and you weren't paying attention to me. Attention. <laughs> if we weren't best mates, that'd be that'd be grounds for firing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, topic was we were off topic. Yeah, off topic.
0: Hashtag be kind. We're all good yeah, Be
1: kind, please. Don't mass bully Kez Motion. <laughs> Don't be DMing his Instagram. At Ke- is it at Kez Motion? Just go follow him, though. <laughs> Don't <tell me laughs> Go follow him, though. Don't be nasty.
0: Don't be nasty. <laughs> Just follow him relentlessly. Um,
1: exactly. Ooh. Yes, comedy. So you did some of those. I saw you did some. Did you do some Zoom ones?
0: No, I did. I did. Uh, so you think you're funny. Uh, the, the competition. Um, and that was all done over Zoom, which was, as Jake described perfectly, really fucking weird. Yeah. Because um, I'm used to, I'm an actor as well. I've predominantly done theatre. Like, so being in front of an audience is what I understand, how I work. So to not have an audience, I'm like, uh, what? Uh, huh? Mm. Literally, it's just completely completely unsettled me and I didn't enjoy it um as an experience I'm not saying that's why I didn't go through to the next round i'm I'm sure it was just because the material was a bit duff and that's mm. fine I'll accept that but it was it was definitely something I did and was just like would not want to do that again mm. that was hold huh, that and that was only one I think I only yeah only did um one heat and didn't go through so and that yeah just one gig so as soon as I could um get back into doing normal in-person gigs, I went back to doing that. Cause I was like, this is much more comfortable. But some comedians loved it. They were like, I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to travel. I can do it from my bedroom. This is perfect. The
1: lazier ones. The lazier the ones. The lazy guys.
0: The lazy, or the ones who would, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe it just works with their, like It just in their heads, it works, it works for them. But I, I, yeah, I couldn't make it work.
1: They might kind of be suited to doing YouTube then because YouTube is primarily you're sitting by yourself in your room with a camera. It's funny though, because I'm someone who, obviously I'm really, I am at this point with hundreds of videos under my belt, and they're all shit. Um, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm very experienced with doing YouTube and talking in front of a camera so I yeah. can make it really natural, just showmanship. But when I've done stuff in front of audiences, I love it because mm. for, you know, somebody who's been sober for so long, it's like a drug. Mm.
0: Oh no, it's, it's like you're just sitting there going, give me more of that. I want that. When it goes well, yeah. When it goes well. When it goes badly, you never want to touch it again with a ten-foot clown pole. You're like, no, please, never again. Don't want to go there. But then you eventually do do it again because you're like, well, maybe I can do it better. Maybe I can tweak it. Mm. Maybe that didn't work because of that. And then you, yeah, you just kind of get back on the horse again. And every soft, and it will work really well. And you'll be like, yes, yeah, with it
1: shrouded in my my veins. With it going badly. Um, because that's what I fear about doing stand-up. Like, what if it is... And it's going to happen. I know Mm. it's going to happen. But I think I'd find it... Like, how would you pull it back? It's funny, though, because I... I do singing lessons mm. weekly. And my singing teacher has been making us do like these little kind of student concerts, like students of family. <laughs> like we had one on Zoom, which I did. And then we Amazing. did one in person. Amazing. And there was there was someone there who was very new to singing. So they mm. were incredibly brave for going up and singing in front of like, you know, like probably 50 people in this place. Um, so a bunch of strangers, right? Mm. And he was really worried about getting it wrong or like forgetting because yeah. we'd done the rehearsal and he'd sort of forgotten some of his lines. And I said, look, if you do that, it's really endearing if you just make a joke out of it Mm -hmm. no one's going to give a shit and no one's going to remember it in a few weeks time ironically he did amazingly I was doing mine and halfway (laughs) through I forgot what my next bit was so I just turned to my singing teacher being like oh what do I do next made a joke out of it and people just thought it was really funny they thought I was very confident so I know that I can do that and the song was Fireworks by Katy Perry (laughs) (laughs) Because we had, we had to cut the song down, right? Because yeah. she does like the kind of chorus and moon, moon, moon bit about like five to six mm-hmm. times. I don't have the stamina for that yet. So we cut okay. it down to like three. So we were like nip and tucking. Yeah. But because we were nip and tucking, I was having so much fun when I was singing it that I was like, oh, what did I just do? I forgot. Like, what do I... Which bit
0: we... do I go to now? Exactly. Because we we'd moon, been moon, like moon, Frankenstein in but, it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly.
1: So that's what I turned around. I was like, oh, what am I doing?
0: <laughs> which bit? Which bit we you on course?
1: And my singing teacher, he's like these this professional like guild hall... Like renowned operatic, oh, like he's incredible. He's one of my favorite people. I want him to come on to this podcast like desperately. And he was just like he was just. He always says, you know, if you if you mess up, you just keep going. That's hmm. all. So he's just like, quickly do the next chorus like, on the on the piano. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, um, how if it's gone badly for you? Yeah. If it has, how do you pull it back? Um, I'm assuming it has because you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it has gone badly. Um, I tend to carry on as if it hasn't. Um, and just keep going on to the next thing if it goes obviously wrong and you forget a bit you can kind of be like I've completely forgotten what I'm about to say I don't know what I'm doing carry on ha. ha, that's fine but if something doesn't land Mm -hmm. and there's no laughter where you kind of wanted there to be laughter you just have to barrel on well I I find the easiest thing to do is just barrel on to the next bit Um, because you do see I have seen comedians get antagonistic with the audience when a joke hasn't landed and been like Oh well other people found that funny and instantly the audience is like uh why is this now our fault mm. um, which of course kind of is because they didn't laugh but ultimately as like you were just saying with the audiences with the singing they're ultimately wanting you to succeed that's that is a weird thing like for for the most part the gigs that i've done the under 50 gigs that i've done all the audiences want to laugh
1: yes that's the point of going out to a stand-up like you want to have fun like rarely do you get people who are like oh i want to be i want to see someone fail i want to
0: fuck up someone's night and Mm -hmm. that's it's rare so you can you can just and i've done it before just barreled on and just gone no that didn't work next and if that doesn't work next and if that doesn't work next and then get off how would would
1: you like tunnel vision that though i'd start to feel I, i think i'd flounder a little bit i'd feel like a. You, you fish do, flopping you around
0: so I, I recorded a gig that i thought had gone really really well um and i it was just a voice note on my phone and i was like oh great that went really well people were laughing it, it was great i listened back to it there was not that much laughter <laughs> i was clearly having a whale of a title off on stage <laughs> just being like yeah da-na, da-na, and then it was watching it back just being like no that's They didn't find that bit funny that you thought they found funny, um, or that bit or that bit. So it's a a delicious combination of um, ignorance on my part and just being like, they're having a great time. It's fine, carry on. And also I think just um, knowing that the quicker I get through my stuff, the quicker I can get off. Hmm. And when you're having a bad time, that can be a, a big enough incentive. You can just be like, I've got to get off. Yeah. I've got to get off and this isn't working bye um, but f- yeah I've not experienced that too many times because mm-hmm. I, I rehearse my stuff quite heavily which I'm now trying to draw myself away from so I can be a bit more freeform because it was becoming a bit like an act like and yeah. you come on and you do that five minutes mm. and that's not really stand up it's just writing five minutes of funny material and delivering it at an audience you're not kind of interacting with them which is now what i'm trying to learn how to do but that's why i keep going back and doing it because i'm just learning something new every time and going i've got no idea what i'm
1: doing that's good i feel like most sound comedians probably feel, they're probably out live at the apollo still feeling like i have no idea what i'm fucking doing why am i here what's going I'd, on i'd
0: be i'd be interested to 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 hear um because like being on stage as, a, as an actor I, I i feel much more comfortable i know what i'm doing you've got someone else's lines that you learn you you perform. Um, there's a chance I'm gonna be doing something in December. And mm-hmm. that'll be exactly the same thing. It'll be a comedy piece, fine. That's like bread and butter for me. I really enjoy it. Um, but it's completely different when it's your own work. Yeah. And it's your own lines. Yeah. And if they don't laugh, that's on you. And you're like, God damn it, why wasn't that funny? I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, that is it is one of the things that you find like very early on. When we were doing like the the writing exercises, back with with kate like you'd write something and you'd be like this is comedy gold this is oh god they're going to be laughing about this for years to come and then you go back two weeks later and you're like this this needs to be burnt no one can ever see this this cannot touch the light of day because it is the scribblings of an infant <laughs> um so it is yeah it's I've, yeah it's just a, a, a lovely learning process just doing something that is sometimes quite outside of my comfort zone
1: I'm very self-conscious about my mm. own writing and writing jokes. I mean, even mm. the writing exercises with with Kate, I didn't. I, I felt like I felt like during that, what was it, six weeks? Yeah. Uh, I was really, really challenged because at one point I wasn't even going to do so. Like the the final week, we would have to get on a stage in front of like friends and family, a bunch of people, and do our sets. And I had no intention of actually doing it. Mm. Do you remember? Because yeah. I kept having like meltdowns. In fact, I rung my best mate who's behind the camera. DJ Kong Group, aka Machine Mind, aka the real Kyle Pilkington.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> As opposed to that fake one.
1: Yeah, the fake one with Ricky Gervais. No, this uh. is the real Carl Pilkington. I rung him one of the weeks. I was walking back from lesson and I was crying because I was having like literally a breakdown over it being like, I'm not going to I'm not funny. I can't do anything in my life. Everything's shit. Fast forward a few years. I, I still feel the same. I'm still like this every few weeks. Um, <laughs>
0: Nothing has changed, everything is the same, it's fine.
1: Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, But I I find writing jokes very difficult. I tend to stay away from it.
0: I can't do it. Mm. But I think that goes for an awful lot of comedians. They can't write like joke jokes. That That is a skill in and of itself.
1: That's what I feel like. I feel like, you know, because I don't really, I tend to not script YouTube videos and mm. I don't script any of this. Only the really long, because I've, I've started doing book reviews. Mm-hmm. And for those, I have to script them because yeah. they turn out to be like three fucking hours long, mm. you know? So I'll be writing my jokes in there. And I do sometimes think, oh yeah, this is like kind of amusing what I've said, but it's not like a joke joke. Mm. I feel like these are just silly observations more than natural constructed joke joke.
0: But that that's pretty much... My sets are just me rabbiting on about something that I find vaguely amusing and seeing if I can spin five minutes out of it. And that that that's it. Like I, At no point am I like, I need to think of a decent punchline. I think there are points where it lands and I'm like, that's a nice finish. But I don't know if it's a punchline. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd almost say it isn't a punchline. Because it's too long a rambly fucking build up. They're mm-hmm. more like shaggy dog stories than sort of like snappy one-liners I can't write snappy one-liners I can't Mm. because it's just like you've got to get through so many of them before you can even find a decent one and it's a real skill like Tim Vine I think Kate said this like Tim Vine like famously good at like writing one-liners he'll write a hundred a day or something ridiculous and then go actually no maybe one or two of those are good and I'm like I don't have the time for that slash brain for it as well
1: who's your favorite comedian
0: it's a good question um i'm a big fan of paul chowdhury i think he's hilarious um uh who else who did i see jim gaffigan's another one that i find really funny he's he's interesting because him and his wife write the material Mm -hmm. and he's the one who performs it and um he's just this i've seen him. i've been i've been watching him for years because we uh, my mum and i used to watch like comedy um like live at Jonglers, stuff like that on Paramount mm-hmm. back when that was a channel. Is that still a channel? I don't know. <laughs> <Dumb>. um,
1: <laughs> looking up straight away research <laughs> on that. <laughs> um,
0: Paramount. Paramount TV channel.
1: Um, Otherwise it'll come up with Paramount yeah. Studios.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. There we go. Um, so yeah, we used to watch that and he'd appear that and he was this weird this weird looking guy. Um, and one of his openers was, yeah, I know I look across between like Elton John and a, a Swedish man. And that's pretty much what he looks like. Glasses, like weird receding hairline and a big beard. Yeah, but he's just really funny. Um, who else? Um Victoria Wood, just for dinner ladies, if nothing else. Um, she's an absolute legend. Um yeah, I don't know. I've I'm I'm really easy to make laugh as mm-hmm. well. Like I laugh quite readily. So um I've seen loads of performers like just doing stand-up that i fucking find hilarious. Mm. I mean, obviously can't remember their names now because i've been put on the spot but they do exist um, <laughs> they're out there somewhere probably yeah. doing
1: a circuit right now yeah
0: yeah yeah actually working actually doing what they should be doing well because um,
1: i think you're brilliant i don't say that readily i mean my channel is built off of being like oh this is a bit crap in it about anything <laughs> anything anyone does oh this this show paul blurt not show movie paul Blunt mall cop 2 terrible this terrible actually i've changed my mind about kevin james i just filmed an apology to kevin james that i might put up
0: really like... <laughs> what, what was your beef with kevin
1: um i'm just trying to get him to notice me because i think i should get into beef with like actual celebrities because it'll be good for my career uh, <laughs> i wish i was even joking i watched paul blart mall cop 2 have you ever seen it
0: I've, I've not seen either one of the uh marked cop <laughs> series
1: I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's so he's this small cop. Yeah, and I
0: said Mark Cop. I just realised that I said oh, I've got a, a I've that well. Done, <laughs> well done, Brown. Huh.
1: He. Um, how, how do you, how do you explain Paul Blackmore? Wait, do you like it? No, I f- oh, I, f- no, I feel like no, it's type like of film you'd like. Okay, you don't like it. So it's it's just the Kevin James school of comedy, really. Like some, okay. you know, some woman comes up to him and starts talking to him mm-hmm. and he goes airbag <laughs> it's like why <laughs> why have you done this just no reason just in the middle of a conversation he just does that because oh, right okay <laughs> maybe he didn't feel he was getting <laughs> enough attention that day
0: <laughs> oh no so Ooh. i did a
1: very scathing yeah. movie review of it like really 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 scathing. um but i've changed my mind recently because i watched two okay. of his stand-up specials there's like one from 2000 mm. and one from 2021 okay uh both on netflix
0: right
1: <laughs> they're incredible <laughs> <laughs> in fact in the 2021 version he reuses a joke about an elevator that he had in the 2000 special and it wasn't an amazing joke to begin with like not good enough to repeat 20 years later
0: but he did it anyway
1: yeah and it just turned into because with my partner when we were watching this and we were just laughing like really hard at him <laughs> not with him, just at him. To the point where yeah, it's kind it's of a like
0: I'll take it.
1: It's kind of like, now I now I kind of feel like I weirdly like him in a way.
0: Do you hate like him?
1: Well it's not even hate, it's just kind of like, oh look at you, you're just you're just being weird. It's pity.
0: It's pity. It's like pity oh, like no. him.
1: But if he did a stand-up tour in London, we would buy a ticket and go to a show and we'd probably be laughing the hardest there, just at him. Because like...
0: I Out I can't explain it. <laughs> I mean, you're doing a I very should, good I job of it. I should
1: probably try and get like clips or something of the. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> like, there's this bit in this stand-up show <laughs> <laughs> where he's talking about uh, being at a bank and he's like because he does a lot of you know you always get this guy who's like doing this so he's at a bank and he's like you know there's that guy at the bank and he's always jangling his keys in his pocket and he starts walking across the stage like jangling and wriggling and it's like i've never met anyone who does that (laughs) it's like what do you mean kevin Jones? that person doesn't exist what do you fucking mean
0: I mean, I guess, I guess you have to see it as well. I mean,
1: oh, you have to. They're they're so f- in, but I think it's one of those things where if you're by yourself, you probably won't laugh. But if you're mm. like, you know, with someone close, you'll you probably find a, it so an funny. Element
0: of hysteria that kicks in as well because I do find that when you're with other people, it can kind of trigger, and you just end up just giggling in a circle. Oh, oh! I like fell off anus. the sofa. I
1: was laughing so hard oh at this. We had to rewind it so I could see him like jangling his his pockets and like he was shaking his legs like this, walking like goose stepping across the stage, <coughs> shaking his legs. It was bizarre.
0: Wow. No, I mean I, I haven't I haven't seen that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. After your review, I don't think I will. Um...
1: Oh, you're really missing out. We, we need <laughs> we need more Kevin James's <laughs> in there. Do you know how much he's worth?
0: Oh God, how much?
1: Hundred million. He's got a net worth of 100 million. I mean, that's
0: that's definitely more than me.
1: It made me want to throw up when I first saw that. But now I'm like, do you know what? Yeah, he definitely deserves it. I feel like I've been not gaslit, but I feel like...
0: Indoctrinated?
1: A little bit. I feel like there's Exposed. a brainwashing that's happening. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know when you're just beaten over the head with something so viciously that you're like, yeah, do you know what?
0: So you, you are accusing... <laughs> You are accusing him of giving you Stockholm Syndrome I think because I you voluntarily watched his Netflix special. <laughs> well, two of his Netflix specials. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. That well. is <laughs> <laughs> delightful. Speaking Absolutely of that, delightful. acting. Yes. Because
1: I recall when we were at the course and, you know, you're very good with the on-stage stuff and you told me, well, that's because, you know, you act. Yeah. When did you get into that and how?
0: a um, very, very boring. I was at school. Um, I got an opportunity to audition for something at school and the audition I did was to sing um, On the Ning-Nang Nong by Spike Milligan in a Scottish accent. I got a part and then just just kept doing more and more acting as I grew up. Um, went to university, did drama theatre studies, um, left university, continued acting, have continued acting since. It's, it's unremarkable much like my career.
1: I like it though, there's such dedication in that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love it, I love it, it's very silly. I just like being able to be different people and um, turn up and pretend to do something um, that people just don't get a chance to. And when you like, especially when you're doing like comedic uh, performances, like I did um, one, we kind of, um, a company I work with called Encompass Productions, um, little plug for those guys, um, they do something called Bare Essentials, which is a new writing night, and um, it's been running for years now. And um, They're going to be doing one in Christmas. Um, fingers crossed, I get a part in that. Be great. And uh, and yeah, we we did one. We kind of rehashed a, a one that we'd done before, which for over lockdown, which was basically me doing smutty innuendos mm-hmm. um, about a radio drama. Um, and all about trying to find the clip, which was just hilarious to do and getting people to laugh at it, yeah. It was one of those moments when I did it on stage, rather than over Zoom, um, you got like waves of audience feedback. You could feel the energy in the room. It's like, oh, yes. Mm. That was another one of those, just into my goddamn bones. Mm -hmm. Um, Just really delightful, really delightful. So yeah, Um, what were we talking about? Acting. Acting. Acting, acting yeah. and stuff. Acting and stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, I mean, I've just been, just kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it and haven't stopped. Um, just a sort of uh, a sheer belligerence if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Cause you like, I, I don't want to do anything else really. Um, it's the case of I look at other jobs and I go, well, I don't want to do that. Um, other friends have retrained and become lawyers and done stuff and I'm like, no, nope, don't want to don't do that. Don't mm-hmm. want to be a lawyer no thank you um, definitely don't want to be a doctor that's far too much responsibility you've got to look after people you've got to keep them alive I can't bother that I'd be like sort effort. yourself out oh, oh, Christ God, why, are you <laughs> why are you coming to me Jesus wept why stop bleeding everywhere <laughs> so <literally> unhelpful <laughs> 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 worst doctors ever um, so yeah uh, but like so the last thing I did of any note was uh, Emma Dale, which was yes. very exciting. What um, did you do in that? I played the part of Trevor, who was, uh, at the start of it, you think he's a, a craft beer salesman. I can't think why I got the part of that. It's definitely weird. But then it later turns out that he's actually a low-level con man working with one of the other characters to uh, like sign the deed of a, of a pub. The the woolly, the woolly from Emmerdale might be turned into some sort of big development, which is terrifying, terrifying scenes. But yeah, I was in that Um, one episode, two days filming up in Leeds over the course of a week and a bit. It's great fun. Never done it before. Such a such a just fun thing to do. Got to dress up, which is always fun. Someone gave me a hat. I was very excited about that. I was like, they've given me a hat and a bag and a set of car keys i was like i didn't even use the car keys i was like this is extraordinary um so yeah did that um and that that aired uh 17th of november
1: i've just realized my mum probably saw that
0: quite possibly she'll
1: probably watch this and be like oh look there's trevor
0: there's trevor evil twisted trevor dirty little trevor
1: was it just like the one off episode or is yeah. there a chance for it to be recurring if you get I mean, this um this pub <laughs>
0: I'd like to think yes, but one of the lead characters says, I won't need you anymore. <gasps> um, at which point, I, when I read that in the script, I was like, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely just one episode.
1: Well, you know, in Friends, when Joey is Dr. Drake Ramore and then yep. he falls down the elevator because yep. they get rid of him. Maybe. They, I mean, if they could bring him back from the dead with someone else's brain, they did it in with Dallas. Body.
0: They did it with Dallas with the, with the shower scene, mm-hmm. if, you, if you remember that at all
1: i've read about it on a buzzfeed listicle
0: (laughs) a listicle (laughs) yeah
1: i love reading those listicles
0: they're so good they're so good um yeah so yeah if they can if they can do that then i think they can bring i think i think they can and they should bring trevor back um
1: there you go emmerdale executives bring trevor back start petition hashtag free trevor
0: (laughs) free trevor from the prison that he's not in
1: sounds like something from gta doesn't it do you, what is There is a character, yeah, there is a character called um, Trevor, who's he's, the lunatic. And he's based off of that crazy bloke in The Walking Dead. Oh, it's all coming together now. Maybe you should be on The Walking Dead next year. Is it still going? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it has become The Walking Dead, literally. Yeah. Christ.
0: They're like, when are they going to die? They don't. They're the undead. Haha, surprise. Just keep repeating it. The same thing over and over again.
1: I know, I love how like my opinion of it um, because I'd never seen it before Mm. until earlier this year and then I binged it all, like binged the comic, all of that, I was really into it and now the recent season, I gave up after four or five episodes because they were just, it was just kind of like the writers are just not even trying because they have this lunatic bloke Mm-hmm. It was just He was being crazy for the fucking sake of it. And it was so contradictory. It didn't make sense. It's like, it's 12 years into a zombie apocalypse. You don't get to be crazy for the sake of it and have a following. They would have done you in by now because you can't lead by just like being mental in a zombie apocalypse when everything, when there's no rules anymore.
0: All there's I'll no social is, norms. All I'll say is it took two Netflix specials to get you indoctrinated by Kevin James. And <laughs> you're still going on about it now. So... Who knows? Come back in twelve years, and if you still like Kevin James, then then we'll <laughs> talk. Then we'll talk.
1: It's just he's just, he's so sweet, isn't he? How he can't do anything right. <laughs> he's just he's quite sweet. Actually, though, he shaved his head. He's got a YouTube channel. Okay. So I reacted to some of his videos. Again, the mm-hmm. video I've not put out yet, and um, it's very it's these weird little short films, like three minute mm-hmm. videos he's doing. He shaved his head. He looks a bit like Jason Statham. <laughs> What? But like a Kevin James version of Jason Statham. I, uh, who,
0: who, get, who gets to be insulted by that? Does I that, don't know. Is that Jason Statham gets to be like, hey. I hope not,
1: because he'll beat me up.
0: I don't I know. I think, I do think, I think Jason, as I know him, um, I don't James, um, <laughs> Jace, we call him yeah, down the pub. What, oh, Jace? That's a guy. Um, I think he seems like a nice enough chap. I don't think he's, he's out to hurt anyone, really. Obviously, in the films, he wants to hurt everyone. Mm. Big sharks, cars, the works. Just hurt absolutely everyone and anyone. Um, he was really good in Spy. I really like that film. Very silly film. That. I would I would recommend it. it. doesn't have Kevin James in it, so you might not be on oh, board. That's a shame. Do you, know, do, you
1: know what got, do you know what got me on board with the Kevin James terrain, let's call it? I watched Hitch, you know, Will Smith? Yeah. And Kevin James, and I watched it, that's and I was like, do you know what? There? He's just a bumbling buffoon. He's spilling like mustard down his shirt, mm-hmm. and you just know that he's probably not even acting. It's just Kevin James. <laughs>
0: That wasn't one of the stage directions. They were like, why have you got mustard down your top? And he was like, Ooh. King of improv. Just run with it. Just run with it. And they were like, yeah, keep it in. Well, are you okay with this? And he was like, as long as he don't get mustard on me, crack on.
1: I think you should do like the, the soap opera circuit. So you've mm. got Emmerdale and your belt. Yeah. Corrie next. Yeah. Then like, I mean, EastEnders is the pinnacle. You've, you've already done Emmerdale. So that's already above Hollyoaks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the adverts, for Hollyoaks come on TV and it's, just like the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> not to what, be dramatic. the adverts
0: or Hollyoaks or? The adverts for okay. Hollyoaks. Oh, the adverts for Hollyoaks. They'll show like little. Right. They do
1: adverts for Hollyoaks now, which I'm sure they never. I only used to watch it when I was about 12 because, you know, six o'clock Simpsons, 6 yes. 30 Hollyoaks, Channel yes. 4.
0: Or Neighbours. I was more of oh, a Neighbours. No, 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 Or no. maybe I watched Neighbours and then it went. Oh, it was Neighbours then Simpsons. Maybe. Sorry.
1: Not, in, not into that okay. one. Neighbours.
0: You, 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 hate, you famously hate Australians, don't you? You're like, <laughs> no, get the fuck out.
1: Do you know what? I've got a strong Australian fan base, actually. Australians and Scottish people. Really? I think it's because I, 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 I don't know. I, that, Scottish people and Australians, they just like me a lot. Hey, <laughs> speaking Speaking for like millions of people right now. <laughs> I've just noticed, I've noticed from like uh, when I interact with people on Instagram, mm-hmm. more and when I talk to people, like a lot of them Scottish and Australians. Don't know why.
0: There you go. Is it
1: offensive if, if I say... Is it because I say cunt a lot? Is that offensive? Because in Scotland... I think the word is, yes.
0: But well, who um. cares about that? It's just a word.
1: <laughs> in Scotland, I've got enough Scottish mates, so this is mm. true. They do use cunt as a term of endearment.
0: Oh, yeah, no. The the Australians like, and... The, if you're a friend, yeah. you silly cunt. Yeah, the, the Australians have perfected the art of using the C word in the a C way word. that is incredibly lovely. But you never quite know especially if you've just met them for the first time you're like are you joking are you not and you don't know and you never will and it's like fair play to you guys for being able to take a word that everyone knew was pretty out there and like oh you don't say that and just being like I can say this whenever I fucking like and no one will know
1: in fact that's a tip that Kate gave us remember what to say cunt yeah, no like it, if, you, if you feel like something's failing, I mean, call something a cunt because that always gets a laugh. Really? She said something. I do not remember that along those lines. Because uh, did
0: sh- you just make something up to, <laughs> to fit your narrative? My <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure my comedy teacher told me to do that.
1: I feel like cunt is the only word that has like some some weight to it.
0: Yeah, it's I the think... only
1: word that like if you use it sometimes on YouTube, sometimes they might demonetize you. Really? Sometimes so I. So this
0: whole section's cut.
1: I'll be all right. Fuck them. What are they going <laughs> to fucking do? I was about to say, I'm not going to call Susan Wojcicki. <laughs> I'm joking. Susan Wojcicki, you're my best mate. I'm on the elise Show. She's the CEO of YouTube. Oh, right, so okay. we all live in fear of her. Okay. She could ruin my whole life by deleting my channel. Boop. What am I going to do? Do they have Nothing. like a
0: delete channel button?
1: They can terminate your channel, mm. but usually you have to be grossly, like gross misconduct mm. to... Have your channel deleted?
0: I I just want to know if they have like a specific button that they can just press on the keyboard. Big and that's red like, one yeah, on their desk. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. Maybe one with like a little perspex panel that you flip up yep. and then click to really give it some emphasis. And you sort need of, like
1: two keys. Yeah, at the yeah, same time. yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's just one person with two keys being like, "fuck it." <laughs> Lovely.
1: Pretty much. Shall we move on to our next segment, which is Clown World, of which we take the silliest articles <laughs> that we found over the course of the week and then we roast them for a bit. Should we do that? Yeah, let's do that. Would you like to go first? I'll go
0: first, yeah. So, one of them didn't load because my phone sucks. Um, But one I did found. One I did find? Found? um, One I
1: did found.
0: mm, That English language. It is good. It is so good.
1: Can I talk like that if you talk like this? I can get away (laughs) with it.
0: (laughs) No, I've got no excuse. I'm just an (laughs) idiot. So, do I read read the, the headline? Go for it. Okay. Cock up as three giant stone penises stolen from shop.
1: I didn't hear about this. This is this right on my street. I would have heard of this. What's going this on? This
0: is... Uh, I found this and was so happy. Um, a CCTV cock up has left cops facing a hard job trying to find the culprit behind this crime. Um, and it's... Uh, so, It's what's, what I loved about this is it's got a bit of a history. Mm-hmm. It's not just this one cock related crime there's more cock crime in as much as uh jason hadlow hit the headlines in uh, 2010 after a four-foot concrete penis was seized from his shop following complaints of said <laughs> massive concrete penis um so after that he um so I'll read read the whole article. Three giant penis-shaped garden ornaments have been snatched from a shop which hit the headlines after the owner refused to remove one of the obscene statues from his window display. What a window display. Can you imagine just being like, I want a window display. I don't want to go Selfridges, classy, snow, ball balls. Well, a couple of ball balls, (laughs) um, uh, but like just a massive stone phallus. Anyway, I'll carry on. Jason Hadlow, 58, owner of Simply Dutch in Leeming Bar, North Yorkshire, was forced to look on as his beloved four foot masonry manhood was seized in 2010 following complaints from the public. But the defiant businessman declined to pay the 80 pound fine to have the stone sculpture returned to him. This is the bit that got me and instead ordered 150 more from Indonesia.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And how tall are these, how big are these?
0: Um, So I think these are more sort of four foot, sort of like three foot to four foot penises. Um, But Indonesia appears to be the capital of concrete cocks, which is just fantastic. Um, the incident led him to launching the Free Willy campaign with pictures of concrete penises appearing online in various locations. This guy is a hero um, because penises are inherently funny um, for me and many other people. Um, North Yorkshire police eventually bowed to pressure and released the statue to the shop. But now, 11 years later, the final three ornaments... So there's, there was only, I'm only getting this. So he had 150 and there were only three left. The final three ornaments were stolen around 10pm on Monday night. The thieves also took five cast iron stags, five concrete, and five concrete dogs. This guy loved a statue. What kind um, of,
1: is, he's got a statue shop. That's what he's selling. Simply I, Dutch, the statue shop with little concrete. Emporium.
0: Well, not right. little. Big. Not clearly. Big odd. Um, The shop owner clearly is having a whale of a time with this as well. I can't believe anyone would want to steal some concrete willies, the shop owner (laughs) said. I'm like, no, you're wrong there. They absolutely bloody do. It's the end of an era. They were sentimental to me. It was a big story at the time. I'll probably not see anything like them again. Just
1: order more from Indonesia. Yeah, especially if you've got 150 Yeah,
0: Well, only three now and they're gone. Um, (laughs) Don't rub the salt in the wound. Um, I'm a bit sad, but ultimately we weren't selling them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bit sad, but ultimately we weren't selling them. Is this a crime or is this just brilliant? I hope they will get some use out of them. I can't imagine what. You were the one who bought 150 in the first place. The statues often used as bollards or water, fa- or water foundations. What a water fund! Do they mean? Do they mean so water like the features coming out there? Yeah, I think they mean. I'm hoping they mean water features because that's even better. Apparently, they had fallen out of favor over the years. Can't think why. Um, Jason, who has run the shop for 20 years, said he kept the statues for the sentimental value. Back in 2010, we used to sell them. They were popular. We had three different sizes. He told. <laughs> He told them, I I had them in the window at the time. Somebody complained that they were offensive. Yadda, yadda, yadda. If anyone is offered a metre high concrete penis or a full-size cast iron stag, I'd be really appreciative if people could contact the police alternatively shop in strictest confidence. That is amazing. Um, He added, we should have had night vision out there. Frankly, we cocked up. Nice that
1: he's having fun with it.
0: I mean, I don't know if he's actually annoyed. There's a photo of him <laughs> looking. He's sort of pointing where they were. But I don't get the impression he's that bothered. I think he's just happy to be in the paper again.
1: What what news site is it?
0: It's uh, Metro.
1: Of course it is. Of course it is. They've always got, what are those, what, what do we call those pictures where they, um, compensation, oh, face. compo faces. That's it. He's done a compo pose, like pointing to where they used to be.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, yep um but yeah i just i saw that and i was like if i can't bring that to more people then i've wasted my time frankly i feel like i've wasted yours somewhat apologies um
1: all my time's a waste of time don't you (laughs) worry about that i'm very nihilistic in that sense
0: good Uh, huzzah i say to that um yeah so there's a man who's lost three three giant penis statues
1: if they are made of concrete and Mm. they're like three to four feet tall mm-hmm. wouldn't people have seen them you know dragging them how wouldn't they have known?
0: Clearly it's a well planned operation <laughs> Um thought that's t- gone into I'd, this two, two people per penis yeah. um, you don't want it dragging on the ground because of the noise mm-hmm. there's clearly a van close by because they also wanted some, some cast iron stags um, and they're going to be heavy I've, I've listed some things that are cast iron and they've always been quite heavy so I'm assuming a stag this also made out of cast iron would similarly be quite heavy. Mm. Um,
1: so he stole the the peni penises peni.
0: I think yeah peni yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not? Peni peni dogs dogs. Oh, I forgot about the dogs. The dogs don't forget the dogs. The dogs and the stags and the stags.
1: Yeah. Oh, and trucks can carry that kind of weight.
0: Apparently so. Is
1: that how they did Stonehenge? Do you reckon? Just got some vans. Mm.
0: They sol- solved that... the
1: fucking mystery. Port
0: transit. Ford transit and they haven't been able to find any tracks because it was so long ago so the tracks have disappeared over time
1: this is brilliant i, I just me by myself just solved stone, a stone edge mystery <laughs> excuse they me should... guys
0: have you thought about the uh the uh, use of a ford transit no you haven't always thinking me always thinking <laughs> you don't fuck welcome. with this
1: brain oh no have you ever been to stone edge
0: I've been past it. I don't think I've ever Everyone been... Everyone goes
1: past it. Yeah, yeah on the A303. It used to be all right because you used to be able to like park up near it and then just walk mm. a little bit. And now they've got this whole centre, you know, for the mystery of Stonehenge mm. and they've got these little I don't know what they're the like reconstructions of what those types of those types of people. That sounds really bad. Were they were they Neolithic? What are they? What what, what were old. they? Old.
0: Really old. Those
1: old geezers. The <laughs> types of houses they would they've yeah. really merged. The types like, of full of,
0: transit they drive.
1: They've kind of tried they've really longed it out. Yeah. They've really longed out Stonehenge to charge you like twenty popper ticket.
0: They've just really stretched it out and made sure that you spend Twenty quid's worth of time in and around the vicinity, and then you the have to
1: walk, or you get a bus to Stonehenge. Whoa,
0: there's a bus! There's How far bus away things. from Stonehenge are you? Do it's they start a, it in Salisbury?
1: It's about a thirty-minute or twenty to thirty-minute walk, I think, if I recall. You get a little map, okay? Of and there's um there's there's a like a little fence that you could you could just walk over, but there's a little fence so you can't even get near Stonehenge, right. probably to hide any of the tire marks
0: if there are any. But the thing is, because they're running a bus up and down, those time marks, they're just going to be lost under the under the bus. I think this is a conspiracy. I think they know about the Ford Transit and the fact that it built Stonehenge and they've just covered it up with a bus.
1: The Ford Transit built Stonehenge. Yeah. Not the geezers.
0: Uh, well, no, they helped to build Stonehenge. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, they still have to get it in the back of the Ford Transit. I can't imagine they put it on top. But do you ever.
1: Push really hard onto... <laughs> You just don't mess with my brain. I can solve anything. Pyramids, solved it. Machu Picchu, solved it. What's that one, Pumapunku? Solved it. What? We watch Ancient Aliens. That's why I'm gesturing to my best mate. We watch okay. a lot of Ancient Aliens. Right. I can solve it easily. Just give me like five minutes do at you the think location. The,
0: do you think the Ford Transit was responsible for the, the Pyramids of Giza? Or do you think the Gizas who were driving the Ford <laughs> Transits were responsible <laughs> for the Pyramids? And that's how they got their name?
1: I don't know because they're pretty. I mean, Stonehenge, right? Like, compared to the other great ones of the world, it's mm-hmm. a bit, um, a little bit, um, they, they didn't try very hard, did they?
0: Have you heard that there's a Woodhenge?
1: Is there? Yes. Where's this?
0: I don't know, but I remember hearing about it and thinking, What made That's a wood? hilarious. Yeah.
1: Well, that's rubbish. I could do that. That's that's not impressive <laughs> at all. Woodhenge. <laughs> that's, a, that's
0: a DT project. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Gone I think rogue. we did that in year nine. Yeah. It's
0: a thing. What,
1: Woodhenge. woodhenge. Well, we're not just lying about stuff here, and we (laughs) wouldn't do that. We wouldn't wouldn't come onto my podcast and lie.
0: No. (laughs) I mean, I've just talked about concrete fallacies for about five to ten minutes, so you know anything's possible.
1: As you should. Do you know where it is?
0: This Woodhenge. Wiltshire. Again, so similar place to Stonehenge. Then. Two miles east of Stonehenge. There you go.
1: What Wood Woodhenge? bunch of tree stumps. Wait, wait, where is it? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Wiltshire. Where's that? I used to Stonehenge. know someone with the last name Wiltshire. Two miles away from Stonehenge. <laughs> this is my level of professionalism. <laughs> i just say anything that comes <laughs> into my head. So two, ma- two miles away from Stonehenge? Yeah. Oh, it's like the unwanted middle child, isn't it? Like, yeah. No one pays attention to that one. So what's oh, the youngest? Too close. What's the youngest?
0: Hayhenge? Pebblehenge? <laughs> I'm trying to... Th- I'm th- I'm, g- I'm I'm going like three little pigs, unfortunately. Yeah. Straw, wood, and then brick. Strawhenge. Yeah. Yeah. So st- probably a straw henge.
1: A straw henge. Sounds like what you're doing like a philosophical argument. Straw henge someone. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say something about straw manning and then I just oh, lost Oh, straw manning. Yeah. See, ha, see? Mm. No I'm talking about. Believe me about Stonehenge. Vans. Vans. Ford Transit vans.
0: Mm. Uh, to be fair, it could have been any make of like large white van, but obviously Ford Transit is synonymous with, you know, heavy duty lifting.
1: Imagine just like I'm going with Neolithic. There's gonna be one person in the comments that's like, actually. You Absolutely. weren't there, so I don't give a shit, mate.
0: I wanna say it's Stone Age. There we go. They were Stone Age people. They built Stonehenge.
1: Imagine like a Stone Age geezer with mm. his white van, a white yeah. van Stone Age man. Yeah. Being like, Well, uh, well, mate.
0: I've gone proper flintstones with this. He's got a club, he's got the little leopard print sort of Toga thing. Toga thing. Yeah. I was trying to think of the word then. I was like, sash? A little Not sash? sash. Maybe out of sash. It's Who quite knows? sweet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's move on to yeah. this. Isn't even really like an article. I just think this is so ludicrous. Okay. Um, I had to go onto the Daily Mail, the female section of the Daily Mail, because the Daily Mail has a fe- a section called Female, a play on the word male, f- for the females.
0: So is it? That- Please tell me they haven't done it on like pink paper or something absurd.
1: Yeah, the heading the heading's pink. This is where the women go because they're not allowed to like the main club bit. Kind of like the Freemasons. Oh this is the ladies' club section of the Daily Mail. I mean, and this was grief. just so ridiculous. Yeah. Fear of Omicron, mm-hmm. the new variant, mm-hmm. is killing what's it killing? Can anyone take a guess right now? What is Omicron besides food? Christmas? Ooh. What's Omicron? Killing, Delta. Delta not Delta. Where well, you Kes Motion? Last one. Don't just, He's, he's think,
0: having a good hard think, aren't he? I
1: think he's broken. I think he's blue screening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brunches, brunches. Do you know, mm. what, close. Killing festive finger food.
0: I mean, I'm immediately like, "Mm, we should stop calling it that.
1: (laughs) Party hosts will ditch dips, nuts and canapes at Christmas Mm -hmm. buffets and ask people to sanitize their hands on arrival. Survey reveals this is the height of what the Daily Mail thinks the women should be concerned about. Not Omicron. I keep trying to I keep almost saying Omnimon. Which is a Digimon? I'm sorry.
0: Oh right, fair enough. No, I can understand. Yeah, he's that. a really cool
1: Digimon because he's yeah. like he's like Metal Garurumon. on. He's got the head of Metal Groom on one hand, and he's got okay. the head of War Grey-mon on the other one, and they use him to defeat the virus Digimon that like duplicates itself and almost sets a nuke off. Really heavy stuff for a kids' film, huh?
0: I mean, that... I've never watched Digimon.
1: Oh, you're missing out. Like um, that—that's the good one. Okay. Yeah, okay, Digimon's okay. fun. I keep wanting to say Omnimon, so I apologise for that. <laughs> but. Festive party season plans are remaining on track, but many people say they'll change the food they serve as fears of the Omicron variant grow. If you're scared of this dangerous virus, why are you having parties if you're that scared of it? It's like being on the Titanic and worrying about the bedbugs instead of the fucking mm. iceberg in front of you.
0: I mean, I <sighs> yeah, I think... That's classic Daily Mail. Let's write a story about any old shit.
1: For the females Uh, section, because the ladies, they'll lap it up.
0: They'll lap it up. They want more of this stuff. They want to know whether or not they can serve finger food at a party. Slash actually have the party in the first place. But they don't talk about that bit (laughs) because no one's got an answer to that yet.
1: Traditional grazing foods such as canapes, dips (laughs) and (laughs) (laughs) bite-sized hors d'oeuvres. Have you been at parties where there's been canapes and hors d'oeuvres? I've just been at parties where there's, what, you have, you're a liar, my best mate behind the camera nodding. What, what party have you been at? There's been canapes, or d'oeuvres. At, I used to live at a pub. I used to live at a pub. Yeah, that's pub food, isn't it? Like a slice of pizza. Sorry, I, I mean, don't know why my accent does that. <laughs> you,
0: you weren't very Peggy Mitchell. <laughs>
1: Listen, mate, like, fuck off, get out of my pub.
0: Exactly, exactly. Well, you're all sturd What's going on here? Um, no, uh, I think, generally speaking, it's like a beige buffet. Um, But I I can't think of a party where I've been to, that isn't like an event or a function where they've had canapes, Um, really. Weddings, there you go. I've been been to numerous weddings where they've served canapes and they've all been delicious to be fair. But then you're already half cut by that point. So you just want some sort of food.
1: A kebab would do as well. I
0: mean, yes, yes it would.
1: (laughs) Um, order has been taken off the menu at festive gatherings to prevent the virus spreading i don't who think sa- i don't who, f- who, who said that <laughs> i who? don't think it's like finger foods a little like what are those little you know high high tea like cucumber sandwiches that yeah, are like yeah, yeah. yay yeah. thick no yeah. sandwiches because they're little like finger food things i don't think those are what's like causing no. covid to go around and mutate <laughs>
0: It's the fact that you've got people together. So you go to, that's the problem. So you go, let's maybe not have a party, but it might not get to that stage. It's just fear-mongering bullshit.
1: 63% of people questioned by hygiene solutions provider, Ineas Hygienics, never heard of it. Never heard of it.
0: Fight company probably doesn't exist. Don't Google it. <laughs> said
1: they'd avoid eating finger foods at Christmas parties, and a third of hosts said they'd ask guests to sanitize their hands on arrival. All right, fucking Stalin, Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> Stalin wasn't worried about sterile hands.
1: We don't even need to really get into it because it's a Daily mm, Mail article, which no. means the the the
0: that's it. The that's... story is the headline. There you go. You you that's it's so shallow. You just go. And you've hit the you've hit the bottom already.
1: Bite-sized Yuletide favourites, including nuts, olives, crisps, canapés, and dips. That's like my daily food. Like, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about?
0: You can't have those anymore now because of COVID. <laughs> you can't have any of those things anymore because it might spread. Not I think even that's those what, little cubes
1: of cheese. That's
0: what I've gleaned from that article is you can no longer eat anything because <laughs> it might spread COVID. So starve yourself, die, and that way the virus will eventually. Then
1: well you'll be fine you won't catch it yeah. you when you're dead you won't,
0: yeah exactly can't always sinking in the back of my ford transit with all those stones
1: health secretary sajid javid is yet to put christmas festivities on hold until more is known about omicron do you reckon they're going to do what they did last year and they're just like kind mm-hmm. of like go do all your christmas shopping it's fine you can see your nan and then like what five days before fuck off and that night i tell you because what was i doing i just went outside because i was like why is there so much noise the streets were just full of cars and traffic yep. of people leaving London yep. that night. Yeah. It was mad.
0: I was getting into London that night.
1: That was probably worse because then the amount of people who were at the train stations and on mm-hmm. the underground, that was probably worse to yep. have everyone quickly rushing to leave the
0: capital. Just, I mean, yeah. 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 It's a load of old shit.
1: Can't argue with my infallible logic.
0: Um, on On the topic of COVID, mm-hmm. did you see the... The anti-mask protest song. Song? Yeah. Did no. Did you not see? It was on Twitter. Piers Corbin um, did a song about... Is that about, Jeremy Corbyn's? I believe so. <laughs> if they say um, so. Yeah. Assuming so. And they did a song all about... Um, it starts with a man asking a fictitious person, um, isn't wearing a mask like trying to keep a fart in your trousers? What? And then they make a song out of it. And dance down a carriage.
1: Well, not to be crude. That, that sorry. Firstly, who's they? Who's doing this song?
0: Oh, it's a flash mob. Sorry, I forgot to mention. A that. flash mob. Oh, yeah. How lovely. It turns into a flash mob. As someone who likes the performing arts, this rankles on so many different levels because it's badly done, badly acted, badly sung. Um, the song's shit. Um, and it doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, that doesn't make any sense. Wearing a mask is like trying to keep an mm. F-word in your trousers. Yeah. Uh, but, like, if if you need to do an F-word, mm. you're not going to, like, pull your pants and trousers off to do it, are you? No. I'm very... That doesn't make any sense. No.
0: Have you ever tried <laughs> to keep a fart in your trousers? I can only assume you'd need some sort of plastic bag. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It's like, what... That, that, that doesn't.
0: No, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever.
1: I'm upset by that actually because mm. my brain is refusing to comprehend. Uh, wearing, like trying... wearing a mask is like trying. Wearing a mask is like trying to keep a f word in your trousers. In your trousers. Mm-hmm. I don't understand.
0: I mean, it makes no sense. <gasps> my
1: brain's blue screening Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I don't blame you. I, everyone was just like, what? You can
1: breathe through a mask. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, it's yeah, it's not comfortable, no. but you can you can still, especially like the bullshit one that I've got mm. one of the rewashable ones it's like can't mm-hmm. fucking if you're running for a train ugh. Um, but you can breathe through it yeah. and like if you do F word that just like goes passes through your trousers because oh, it's I ask, gas it, I can't
0: ask why you are calling a fart an F word because it's disgusting okay <laughs>
1: no, it's like that and um, you know these things F words as well yeah very
0: neurotic trainers
1: do you know what's in them <laughs> <laughs> someone (laughs) someone someone like commented on my youtube the other day because i was talking about this book called song of achilles and it's often described like soft-footed achilles Mm. you know and i said it's because the author has a foot fetish and people took that literally and they're like no i think it's because you know like the achilles like heel invulnerability and i was like no, because there's lots of descriptions of the oils he rubs into his and I like asterisks out, so it was like f asterisk, asterisk, asterisks. Asterisk. Like he rubs oils into his feet to keep them soft because the author has a foot fish. Amazing. But anyway, yeah, no, I just find like those those f words are like well fucking vulgar, grim.
0: Really, you don't you don't like either of those two words,
1: like. Far, it's just it's not nice it's not like ni- why are you laughing it's not a nice word is it it's, it's not nice imagery is it it's just very like
0: i i just i'm i'm fascinated that you're you're quite happy to uh, say the word cunt but fart and feet you're like no absolute verboten get out <laughs> that is that is that's tickled me i was like i've got to ask i've got to ask why she's saying f word did i say did i say fuck? Is that, is that it?
1: I'm a very contradictory person. <laughs> Not much about me makes sense. <laughs> cunt to me when i like if i'm going to call someone a cunt the image mm-hmm. that comes to mind isn't oh they're a uh, because usually like cunt is synonymous with vagina mm-hmm. um I, but i don't see it as wet that way no. i don't like see it's like also pussy i don't if you're calling someone a pussy like you're a pussy fam mm. <laughs> you know because i just go out in the streets i got to people being like you're a fucking pussy old mate pussy old fam
0: do you think that's why they keep coming up to talk to you it's not actually <laughs> it's them being me, weird I it's just you it. keep Shouting abuse at them. You probably <laughs> yeah, should stop it. doing yeah. that. Would be my advice.
1: I just see the words um, cunt and pussy. <laughs> like, they don't have that, that imagery of me. They just okay. mean like, you know, pussy, wimp or cunt, dickhead. And yeah. when I say dickhead, I don't think of like a willy on a head either. I just feel it's like, oh, you're <laughs> just a prick. But prick, again, you're not a penis. No. See, even the word penis. Not really penis, There's is it? There's been
0: an awful lot of penis chat today, I've just realised. that. I started.
1: It gets it always gets pretty vulgar on this channel, okay. don't you worry? So you've come in with the right and tone. your low
0: bar is is feet and fart. Sorry, f word and f word. Yes, the, the two f. How F's. do you delineate between the two the two f? With great difficulty. Okay, because they both end in t as well.
1: You need like contextual clues. Okay. <laughs> for what you're talking about. Way, in,
0: in, in the way you just went. So what you need to do, Alex, is you need to (laughs) look at the conversation around it and then use which word would fit. Yeah, exactly. Maybe try that time, Alex. (laughs) I will, I will. Thank you for your advice.
1: You're welcome. On that bombshell, we're going to have to end this episode. So I hope you've taken away some lessons with you. I hope we've all learned something today. (laughs) Well, we have. Don't use those F words around me. They're fucking vulgar as shit, mate cunt <laughs> this is going <laughs> <sorry> to get <laughs> hey look Kate Smurfwhite was right just say cunt it makes people laugh oh
0: god uh, it's come full circle
1: thank you so much Alex hey, for coming on to this podcast thank hope to see you me. again soon oh. hope to see you at a stand-up night that'd be good fun fingers crossed do you have any socials that you'd want to tell people to go follow you on
0: um insta insta um Pankhurst 87 um twitter I think I'm Alexander Pankhurst or A. Pankhurst. I can never remember, so apologies. But look for Alex Pankhurst and I'm there with this face. It's fairly obvious.
1: Perfect. Thank you guys so much for watching. Remember to like, comment, subscribe. Do all the other... I know. I, I was just looking at you to remind you, Kesmotion, <laughs> to like, comment, <laughs> and subscribe. God, he never even watches these videos. It's well out of order, mate. Pussy I mean, old it... bruv.
0: I think he's already watched them. He's here. <laughs> he watches it live in the flesh. Yeah, well, clearly not. He was on his
1: phone scrolling earlier and it went off. <laughs>
0: Please say you're (laughs) keeping that in.
1: Yeah, 100. Don't you worry about that. (laughs) Got to embarrass him publicly. (laughs) Thank you so, so much for watching. I'll see you next time. Bye.